It's Britney, bitch. I'm Nicki Minaj, and that's Kesha. Hey, Henry. Hey, Sarah. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're back. We are back. Second episode. Second episode. Thanks to everyone who checked into our first. Yes. Thank you, Mom, for listening to all yeah. 101 <laughs> minutes. I really appreciate it. Thank you to the Carr family. Yes. You're my biggest fan. Um, thank you to my friends Ethan and Savannah for listening to the first 20 minutes. I really appreciate it. We know it was a long app. We definitely know it was a long app. We knew the first episode was going to be a little messy. We were just trying things out. Yeah. We're definitely going to try and keep our episodes going forward an hour under just yeah. for your sanity um, and for our sanity as well. We also covered a lot. We did. So this is going to be one topic. Totally. So it'll be, yeah, a lot more concise, I think. For sure. But again, thank you to everyone um, who listened and hopefully, you know, we were entertaining enough for you. Yeah, we see you. We hear you. We love you. We love you. (laughs) Um, How you been? How have I been? You know, I am kind of in my girl boss era right now. Mostly, you know, not that I'm like, haven't like you know, not been before, but like very much in it now in my girl boss era, my reputation era. Of course. I had quite the week with men. Mm. Um, I, you know, oh, but you know, also Tyler. So there's new albums that came out. Um, Tyler, the creator specifically. So our last episode, we, we filmed on June 18th, mm-hmm. which was like what, like a week or two before Tyler dropped his new album, and he has a song on that album called, or it's like Sweet Slash, I Thought You Wanted to Dance, and yeah. um, that was kind of the energy of my week. Um, mm-hmm. You know, went on a date with this guy, felt a spark I had not felt since my ex, like over two years ago, and then yeah. we went on, he asked me on a second date, we go on a second date, at the end of the second date, he's like, by the way, I'm in a complicated open relationship. And it's like, I'm not against complicated open relationships, but I was like, where does that leave me? And I literally said to him, I was like, I'm not a side, I'm a main. And yeah, yeah I was like, I'm not going to wait for you. It's like, yeah, but like that was kind of upsetting. I let myself be upset and emo for like 24 hours and then I was like, got over it. But then a couple mm-hmm. days later, I saw the guy that I was seeing before him. Yeah. At this, like, uh, you know, we have a lot of mutual friends at this show. And um, he just, he was acting so annoying. He was, like, dancing to music just to avoid having, like, a normal conversation with me. Avoiding my ears completely. Having full conversations with people literally an inch away from me. And then the worst was when he, he left a little earlier than me and my friends. And he goes to hug my friend. I'm standing right next to my friend, right? He hugs my friend, starts walking away, turns back gives me a hug, looks me in the eyes and says, see you later. And I was like, bitch. Don't count. You like literally don't count on it. First of all, you haven't texted me for a month and a half. So you're lying. You're blatantly lying, Mm -hmm. which is just like so unnecessary. You literally could have just been like, nice to see you. That's all you had to say. You really did not have to blatantly lie. Mm -hmm. Now you've been rude. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh my God, men are just so annoying and so I'm just like really so that all happened in the span of like four days and so I you know it's it's really left me feeling kind of defeated very like okay like am I literally just walking tits I'm sure lots of girls out there can relate to this um especially guys our age but you know do they ever really grow up we'll find out Mm -hmm. I have a feeling no (laughs) but Yeah. yeah so I've just kind of really not 
thinking about that right now very I got very turned off honestly like I'm very much in my like okay I'm just gonna do me focus on me girl boss um energy so yeah that was my week um so it's been a frustrating one but uh you know a developmental one as well it's Um, a reset it's a it is a reset you're ready to enter this new era yeah I'm always excited for something to give me a reason to listen to reputation so independent woman summer yes hashtag yeah and again, I, I really did want hot girl summer. It's not like I yeah. wanted a boyfriend, but once, you know, once you feel that spark, it's hard to not fantasize and stuff. I am a Sag Sun Scorpio moon, so I, you know, I can't stop that from infiltrating my psyche. I really can't. And I mean, independent girl summer can be hot girl summer still. No, oh my God, it's one of the same. Redefining and Oh, 100%. Hot girl summer totally. does not mean you're like... A hoe, which is like, be, like being a hoe is great, but you mm-hmm. you can also have a hot girl somewhere and literally like not even like look at a man. So. Yeah, find yourself yes. hot. Yes, Henry, how was your week? My week was good. I it was really busy for a minute, as I mentioned before. I just moved. Um, I'm getting ready to have back surgery, which because you know, you're an old man. I'm an old man. <laughs> difficult but it is needed and I'm ready to just get it over with totally. um but I had a I shot a short film in Maryland over the weekend yes. something a project I've been working on for a few months now and it was really great it was really surreal to just see it come to life really great crew I got much closer with some fellow NYU students who I had only like you know known mutually before and now I feel like I have closer friends out of the experience um yeah and i'm really excited for people to see it when it comes out um i don't know now i'm just sort of i have a, a moment to rest good our friend is coming to visit in a week yes we're It'll very really excited. exciting um yeah so now we're just let's get into the app it. let's get into the app yeah um, is exciting. Um, so obviously, so after we recorded the last episode, we had an idea for what this episode was going to be, but then something happened. Something happened. And it was immediate that, it was obvious that our yeah. topic was going to be Brittany mm-hmm. Jean. Um, last Spears. week. Um, <laughs> Spears, by the way. Yes. <laughs> last week, it was very sort of, last minute and Brittany mentions this in her testimony but very quickly it was revealed that she was going to speak in court um via phone call but still speak about the state of her conservatorship for the first time in a very long time really since the free like, Britney movement like had truthfully you truthfully know? yeah yeah and this is something you know obviously as fans and and everyone has been waiting for because there's been a lot of mystery around where Britney actually stands on on this topic you know her instagram being a main area of focus of like is she you know sending coded messages in right. these very bizarre videos is she really and at the, there were times when her posts were like no guys i'm you know i'm fine i'm i'm happy i'm just sort of living my life and i want you know the media to not pay as much attention to this so anyway a lot of speculation going on and this was the first time that we really got to hear her Her story, her Her truth. Fucking truth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was very emotional. Yeah. I was very emotional. I um I immediately after reading the testimony, I mean, like I said, it was really busy week. I was exhausted, hadn't slept a lot, but I read it and um immediately called my sister Savvy. Um Sabrina. Shout out Savvy. And she was I didn't realize at first she was 
on speakerphone with the rest of my family. Oh. <laughs> and I Wait, that's so I was just sobbing. I yeah. mean well, you know, this will be revealed as we talk about her and her career and what she means to us, but she is someone I really love and appreciate and care about and someone who really helped me come into not necessarily my queerness per se, but I mean she is a gay icon. She, duh. She's I mean, she's not the original gay icon, but mm-hmm. she like for our generation yeah. is. Um so <laughs> And it and, and more just what she helped me with is her her confidence and her sort of unapologetic to be loud and um sexy sexy, feminine feminine also you know messy and brave those were things that I really needed to learn and discover in my life um and I wish I was into Britney when I was a 12 year old mm -hmm. girl because I needed that too but um I just wasn't you know I wasn't a 12 year old gay boy I was a 12 year old white girl so it was a little different (laughs) you had Taylor I, yeah, when Henry was watching Britney Spears videos, I was watching Taylor Swift videos. Yeah. And we'll get to that when we do an sure, app on Taylor, sure, sure. I'm sure we'll be soon. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So we, we wanted to sort of um, break down parts of this testimony that I think are important to examine. Um, again, there's still so much to be learned. There's still a lot of gray area because this is a very complicated issue. And this phone call was... 40 you know minutes long right. again she didn't have that much time to prepare she really you can hear starts to get kind of rambly towards the end because it's it seems clear that she just again didn't know this was happening and then just sort of purged as many thoughts as she could on paper yeah. um but you know there were some some nuggets of information that were really totally. scary and alarming um but I guess we should start, you know, I think we, again, for the sake of time, we won't spend too much time on talking about the background of this conservatorship because it's been talked about to death by, I'm sure, other yeah. podcasts. Also, oh my God, I have an anecdote that I don't even think I've told you. What? But when she shaved her head, mm-hmm. she shaved her head in the valley, yeah. first of all. Yeah. Um, so this is perfect for this fucking perfect. podcast. But yeah. yeah, so she, I believe she was in Sherman Oaks. Okay. She shaved her in Sherman Oaks. She, and she was... She had to back up in a driveway to get away from the paparazzi, right? That driveway was one of my best friends from elementary school's driveway. She lived. Her dad was this. um, uh, He built. He built houses and like mansions, and they Mm -hmm. they lived in this mansion. There was an elevator and a tennis Mm -hmm. court. I remember loving going to her house. But (laughs) yeah, Britney Spears backed up in her driveway. Wow. When that happened, yeah. That's crazy. Um, Random anecdote, but I just remembered that. That's cool. But yeah, so, you know, obviously her mm-hmm. breakdown, quote unquote, like, it's like, obvi- like, if that was her only breakdown, like shaving her head, like, I'm sorry, like the, the shit that she's gone through, the media put her through, like being in the spotlight, being America's sweetheart for that long. And that's her biggest breakdown. And then, yeah. And then the response to that is a literally like 12 year conservatorship, like mm-hmm. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, that's kind of a good place to start. The conservatorship came out of in 2008. She really started to, again, quote unquote, act out publicly, express a lot of erratic behavior or behavior that didn't fit this mold of America's sweetheart that the public had deemed her as. Um, And yes, this this moment that we know is now iconic is the shaving of the head to... You know, at the time, she believed this act 
of doing so would get people to stop looking at her. Yeah. Obviously, that wasn't what happened. Um, but yeah, so she was put under a conservatorship by her dad, Jamie Spears, um, evil Fuck person. you, Jamie. Um, and I think... Th- the way that this conservatorship has been carried out and extended is through this process of kind of scaring her into signing on to these um, these methods of the conservatorship and taking away her rights by scaring her into being like, you won't be able to see your kids. I think that's maybe the main point of... Yeah. And, and obviously she's not having the time or energy to like really do research on the legality of this right and kind of just like signing off on and she's just like okay i I need i need to be with my kids yeah and can can you imagine how overwhelmed like britney has been overwhelmed her entire career for valid reasons because she's been she was treated in ways by the media that i don't think like anyone else was experiencing at the time Mm -hmm. um and then for just to be overwhelmed even more by, you know, that, like, oh, you can't see your kids unless you sign this document or, like, you can't blah, blah, blah. It's, like, obviously she's gonna... Easy way easy way out is not the right word, but yeah. it's, like, you can't expect her to be, like, constantly, like, oh, like, let me, like, read the fine print. Yeah. It's, like, oh, my God. Like, she must have been, like, oh, my God. Like, can I, ple- can I get a break? Like, yeah. so, of course, she was gonna, like... And yeah. again, she was she was not okay. She was in a really no. fragile mental state, completely traumatized for so many years. By and the again, literal paparazzi. And, like, and it's and it's so understandable. Very I Princess mean, Diana vibes, honestly. Oh, totally, yeah. totally. Um, so it's yeah. Um, but anyways, so so Jamie Spears, her father, which in the documentary framing Britney Spears, that's the title of it, yeah. right? Um, on Hulu. We work. We we recommend watching it. It does give yeah. some good. It's a good place to start it's if a good you want to get start. into just like this whole the background situation. Of this. Yeah. And it is it is complicated because while it, like I just said, it it does give good information. I think in some ways it's just another way for these outlets to make money off of her totally. trauma. Totally. And and the aftermath we've really seen that in. I, I don't know if it's still happening, but we heard that like now Netflix is doing a documentary on her and obviously mm, so many I didn't know that. articles. Yeah, a lot of well, there it's, was, like it's similar to like the black whole Black Lives Matter thing, like, mm-hmm. oh like documentary on I saw like a documentary on Brianna Taylor on Hulu and I was like, seriously? Right. It's like we don't need this. You're just making money off this. Mm-hmm. We can read a fucking article. Yeah. Like, it's just so obvious when they're exploiting. It's a hot topic. Yeah. It's like, and I feel clicks. like this is definitely similar in, yeah. in that, in that realm for sure. But you know, at the same time, it's a good place to start yeah. on getting 100%, 100%. this info. But, um, so yeah, Jamie was given the legal right to oversee decisions about Brittany's estate and health, including negotiating business deals and restricting who can see her, which is one of the most heartbreaking aspects of this. Yeah. And we'll get into, she. there's a quote in this testimony that really broke my heart about that. But um, yeah, so the, this, this conservatorship from 2008 just kept getting extended. And, you know, with, with time, it became clear that while Britney is incredibly involved in her art and in that documentary, oh there are a lot of um, references from her backup dancers and collaborators that are like, this woman is an artist yeah. and a performer and is completely in charge of her um, a- aesthetic. However, yeah. 
during this conservatorship, we see we start to see moments of right. She is not in this. She is burnt out. She uh, is, yeah. you know, especially mm-hmm. 2013 album Britney Jean yeah. is the most obvious one. It's like, is this even Britney? Um, some of it isn't. Some right? of it isn't. Either. I mean, yeah. her. You know, I think her. If there is an area of weakness to Britney as a performer, it is her vocal ability. I mean, we all sure. know this. This isn't you know a secret she does lip sync a lot and in and and in um the production of her tracks she's often mixed with other background vocalists yeah um and you can hear that in uh like all the way back to like toxic there's a there's a demo of toxic um made by the songwriter and it's like oh that voice sounds very very clearly in the Mm. in the final track as well but um on britney jean it's almost entirely the it, background of yeah. it's like her voice is barely present also a thing i think to point out that people talk about is like if you know that video of her when she's like 11 or whatever mm-hmm. on the america's got talent yeah. and she's singing she has a deep voice and but in her pop music she's doing the baby voice the like sexy little girl yeah. voice and that has hurt her voice like i'm Completely. sure over time because that that's not an act that's like, not it strains your voice like over totally. and over again so it's like yeah, not only like she had. It's not that she didn't have the natural talent. Like that's not at all what no. it is. It's more just like um, she needed. She needed that little bit of backup. And as time has gone on, her voice just kept more and more strained from this way that they were like making her sing. Yeah, and and regardless of her vocal ability, I mean, it's she is. You know, we don't have to really. It's clear <laughs> that she's one of the best performers of her time. I maybe uh-huh. I'm jumping around, but I. So after this testimony, um, controversial, but. Dear, uh, I'm a dear fan of Azealia Banks. Oh my god, Azealia Banks is a pop culture icon. Yeah. and it doesn't matter if you like her music. Provides us with so many gems. Um, but she <laughs> so many Instagram she, story gems. She um she made a comment on Britney Spears that I think really sums up how brilliant she is. She said, "Girl, do you know that you are the one?" And motherfucking only Britney Spears, international <laughs> music superstar, women's icon, beacon of light, etc. At fucking cetera, honey. So you <laughs> paved the way for so many artists and set a standard of production quality, both music and visual, that all female artists to this very day are yes. trying to live up to. 100%. As far as commerce and art goes, it is you who has created the blueprint business model for how to develop, market, and sell a female pop star. Yes. You are the pinnacle of what it means to be a pop star, sis. Everyone from the Spice Girls to Destiny's Child to the enchi- entire K-pop industry is following the Britney Spears yes. business model. Yes. You put in the work, honey, work, and have never once used your platform to be anything other than positive, yes. pleasant, pleasant, and inclusive. I cannot think of another female artist who has exemplified inclusivity in the ways you have. Yeah. So true. So you can, you know, shit on her vocals, but like... <sighs> okay, but... Yeah. So, any, is anyways. Something that Henry and I have <laughs> talked about. We don't have a Britney. We have no Britney. I don't think there's going to be another Britney. If you watch her music videos, you can tell. This bitch can dance. She is one of the best entertainers of all time. No pop star of our day is not only at the same level as the backup dancers, but sometimes outperforming the backup dancers in the choreo. So rare. I'm sorry. Ariana Grande, incredible voice. (laughs) She cannot dance. Taylor Swift, we love her, mm, cannot dance. No. She can do the basic choreo, but um, um, the delicate the situation. Delicate situation. <laughs> um, 
Um, Even like I remember, you know, Dua Lipa performed recently oh, with Forgetting which show. Dua Lipa's just not the best. Well, people, I think it's like, just she's the, also at the beginning of her career. Yeah, like yeah, the decline of culture and expectation. I remember people on Twitter were being were saying like, "Oh, this is the next Britney," and it's like bullshit. I really <laughs> don't. It's, she's she's working hard. She's getting so much better. But there's you can. I don't think anyone for a moment. I think if you're to, gonna try and compare someone who works as hard as Britney, maybe Taylor. But like, I don't think you can like put Dua Lipa way, yeah. in a different way. A hundred percent. But I don't think you can put Dua Lipa in that. Yeah. Um, and was, I love I love Dua. I love her music, mm-hmm. and I th- I think she's like I. Great, but I just don't think you can compare yeah. Britney and Dua Lipa. That's absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just, like, the quality of commercial... Like, you know, Henry and I both grew up dancing. I'm still, like, a dancer. I, you know, mostly do, like, experimental concert dance stuff now, mm-hmm. but I grew up doing commercial dance. And, you know, I was trained by a lot of commercial dancers that were working during that prime of commercial yeah. dance, you know? And so I... A lot of what I learned... I see in a lot of Britney's videos and stuff. Yeah. And now when I watch, like, okay, last night so, we watched yeah. um, Olivia Rodrigo's Sour, mm-hmm. um, you sour know, prom, prom. Sour, sour prom. prom, yeah. It was so cute. And like, but we could the not stop watching star. the dancers because, I mean, the choreo, like, it made sense. It did work. Um, but uh, it's it just, become a, a watered down version of the prime, this prime era of commercial dance. Yes, commercial dance prime was 100. 100- Hundred percent, the two thousands. Like you cannot argue. Now it's it's been and it is to the point. It's been watered down. There's only so much you can do with Mm -hmm. commercial dance to keep it uh, fresh. And you know there are people keeping it fresh one hundred percent. But even the people that are keeping it fresh, it ends up not being fresh. They're being redundant too. Like I think Andrew Andrew Winghart had a moment that was great. Andrew Winghart had such a moment, and it was so great to see him because you know I took his class a ton at conventions and stuff like that. Um, and I well, always really, well, uh, uh, uh. yeah, oh, I yeah, that combo. yeah, I always really loved his movement and that he was doing something different, but it's not different anymore. No, now it's, it's boring bad. to me. Like in solar power music video, I was like, I'm sick of this. I've, this is a, this is a repeat of melodrama. Exactly. Talking. And so it's like, it's especially now it's really hard for commercial dance to be fresh. And just because it's yeah. been watered down so much, but yeah, like the Britney videos really show you how commercial dance was seriously in its prime when Britney was in her prime and it just came together to create some yeah. amazing fucking performances whether it was on a music video or live or yeah you know, whatever it really was Britney and Janet let's look at some quotes from this yes. testimony try not to cry I you know I am with you it's it's hard for me to cry in front of other people but I I'm already crying yeah are you crying Ton. Have I really? Well, when we see when we watch media together, sure. you often. Well, what did we see? Um, uh, Nomadland. Oh, when we went to Nomadland, well, girl, literally, I, mean... I turned to Henry at the end to have a you know good eye contact of like, oh, that was great, and he's just like weeping. tears, weeping. And I was trying my heart. I was silently weeping. I wasn't gonna make you noise. were, but, and then you were like, I was crying the whole time. I was crying, <laughs> and I had no idea the whole time. Yeah. I did that with Marriage Story when I saw that with John. I literally brought a hood so that like <laughs> people wouldn't see me, and then I turn ar- turn around and it's <laughs> red face. Oh my face. god, That's um, so funny. Anyways, okay. So which one? Which one should I start with? I mean, and I'm sure you um, you know they've been thrown around on Instagram and stuff or yeah. whatever. But I think 
it's important to hear it over and over again because this is th these are words no one should be forgetting. Um, this sure. is one that talks about her dad. The, and again, we've been waiting to hear how she really feels about her family because her family um, is at the head of this. Right. Her family are the ones putting her in this. Her family are the ones, one of her brothers literally went on some radio show and called her the family business. Which is... You know what I mean? It's... Can you imagine someone that you're supposed to trust with your entire being seeing you as a, uh, you know, mannequin of profit? Oh my I God. I mean, the, the fact that it's her own revenue that is paying for Jamie Spears' law, like... Lawyers bills. to keep yeah. her in the conservatorship. Yes, literally. It's ridiculous. And then she oh can't choose her own lawyer herself. Anyways. Right, of course. So that she doesn't get a good one. Yeah. He will actually, yeah. She says the control he had to hurt his own daughter, he loved it. He worked seven days a week. It was like sex trafficking. I didn't have a credit card, cash, or my passport. I'm traumatized. I'm not happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry. It's insane. I also want to say... Um, I've also heard the record, the actual like recorded mm -hmm. um, recording of of this testimony, and I was immediately taken back by how much deeper her voice is from the Instagram videos, which mm. I think is a sign of just that they are fake. Like, well, it's all, but we've we we've been new, we've been like. new. <laughs> and it's it's either fake or, and then maybe it's a combo of both because she also mentions how she doesn't have access to her phone a lot of the times, right. but. She does mention that she's like she she's she's like she's apologizing for like lying to her fans because she was saying that like I was saying that I was happy almost if I so I could convince myself that I was happy. Mm. And so No, but just, like none of us she should not feel sorry. Like I don't think no, anyone's like Brittany, you lied to us. Like nobody is saying that. Like we've understood the situation yeah. and that how hard it was gonna be and how controlled she was like of course like yeah mm. um so no i don't like of course britney literal angel is gonna be like i'm sorry that i lied it's like no well, she's just been she's just been traumatized yeah. into believing that she is made things diff like difficult i mean like I'm, I, I keep i'm haunted by that moment in the doc when it's a it's a it's a um interview with diane sawyer yeah and she talks about um, how some like governor says that if she saw Britney, she would like shoot her and kill her. And Britney is like so taken aback. And then Diane's response is like, but it was almost like, but don't she kind of see where she's coming no, from? No, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Ugh, it's it's like, well, and this is why, like, it's not, just, it's the paparazzi, it's the way people interviewed her. Mm -hmm. It's even down to that clip when she's 12 and on America's Got Talent, mm -hmm. and the guy says, you're so, like, she just belts like a fucking. Mm -hmm. does an amazing vocal performance this 12 year old little girl and then what does this the host say do you have a boyfriend yeah. like n like that's trauma you it's like I, olivia rodrigo and billy eilish are not going through the same stuff and it's great because that's britney the conversation has set it up has so the, yeah the conversation has changed and that's great that like our pop stars are not gonna you know experience that but they're also because of what happened to britney they're so aware why do you yeah. think billy has worn oversized clothes yeah. up until just now and she's still kind of it's like it's because we've we've been trained we've been taught mm -hmm. oh this is what's it's yeah. going to be so find a creative way to you know avoid that and it's yeah yeah but i mean the timing you know late 90s early 2000s like it was that was a long time ago like yeah. 
It, it just really makes me sad and scared because, I mean, she's in her 30s. Yeah. It's like, how do you come back from this? That's so many well, I years mean, of trauma that, it, I mean, it must take so much work to unlearn that. You know what I mean? How do no, you know? I don't think she ever is going to be able to yeah. fully unlearn it. I don't think, you know... I don't see her coming out with another, like... I mean, I think she's capable of creating another amazing album, but I'm, I think... I, oh, my God. Should she even, though? Because it's, like... I think she does want to perform, because that's... She, it's what she... She breathes it. Yeah. Like... I mean, even these, these like, these really, like, silly, but, like, a, you know, heartwarming videos of her dancing. Yes. Like, that's her trying to... Trying to, and such... And the constraints that she has express herself creatively and yes i think she will i think it's also it was also rumored today that she filed for she filed the papers for okay. ending the conservative good um i mean another britney album made by actually britney would be fucking incredible i'm and worried. i hope it's a it's about this i mean she, we know her yeah. to be incredible in talking about again like i said in the beginning um, empowerment, female empowerment, sexual empowerment. Totally. But maybe she's going to make... And this actually points back to after In The Zone, she started to make this album um, that was more about her personal life and her treatment in the media. And of course it was scrapped of by course. the label. Of course. Um, so, it, I, I mean, I, it would be so incredible if she came out with something like that. And I really no, think... Absolutely. People would eat it up. Oh, uh, Yeah. And take her seriously, which they should be. They should have been, like, the whole <laughs> um, time, yeah. We'll talk about Blackout, but... Um, uh, we will talk about Blackout. I... Yeah. Anyways, so that, that, that's, that's an important quote. I mean, one that is, like, what? This, this is the one that people have really been, like, how is this legal? legal? Um... I was told right now in the conservatorship, I'm not able to get married or have a baby. I have an IUD right. inside of myself right now so I don't get pregnant. I wanted to take the IUD out so I could start trying to have another baby. But this so-called team won't let me go to the doctor to take it out because they don't want me to have any more children. So basically, this conservatorship is doing me way more harm than good. It's like, that that's like a violation of human rights. I mean, all of this is a violation of human rights. Yeah. But also, the whole... Another thing that I think is important to talk about with this is that a lot of people were coming out saying, see, Brittany is not like mentally disabled, like she's coherent, blah, blah, blah. It's like someone with disabilities should not have a concern. Like no one should be put on no. this regardless of level of like disability, you know, mental illness, whatever. Like no, no, this should not be, it's what you should take out of this shouldn't be, oh, Brittany's not mentally ill. See, she doesn't need a conservatorship. It should be. This should be completely illegal. After the Peace of Me residency in Las Vegas, which made like $137 million, it was extended for so long. Um, <clears throat> immediately after, she says she was, again, sort of scared into um, taking the residency on tour. Then immediately after, um, it was announced that she was doing another residency, a different kind of residency, um, was... Again, working extremely hard in the studio, of course. She's involved in her art. She said in the testimony, um, I, I wasn't good. I was great, you know, yes. obviously. Um, She's one of the greats. And yet, again, despicable. They, they claimed that she wasn't taking her meds. 
She The meds that they're forcing upon her yeah. that she doesn't even need. The meds that they're giving yeah. her so that she's incoherent. Well, right. That's so uh, right? I think I think for she was taking meds that were I think she has bipolar disorder and okay, was taking okay, okay. meds that, you know, I mean, we don't really know, but I think we're helping her. But after this incident where she, you know, I think she refused to do a certain dance move. And then this sort of created this whole, they took that as an excuse to be like, okay, so we're going to spin this clearly into like, she's not complying. This is how we can extend the conservatorship. They, she said they put her on lithium. Not compliant. Right, right, right. They put her on lithium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that That's what I'm talking rarely, about. Rarely, rarely used anymore. Yeah. Yeah. She said it made her feel drunk. That's what made her bloated. And Which all again, that. she's in recovery for. And this is this leads me to the quote that really broke my heart. So one, she said, I don't even drink alcohol. Yes. I should drink alcohol considering what they put my heart through. Yes. And then oh my God. this one. I'm taking someone tw- uh, quote tweeted this and said this part of Britney's statement was devastating. Not okay. I'll, I'll read the quote first. Okay. Um, I was supposed to be able to, and this is mentioning see people. She's they won't let her see people. They, she says I was supposed to be able to. I have a friend that I used to do AA meetings with. I did AA for two years. I did three meetings a week. I've met a bunch of women here, and I'm not able to see my friends that live eight minutes away from me, which I find extremely strange. And then this it is extremely strange. Yeah. He, this person said this part of Britney's statement was devastating. Not letting someone participate in their own recovery and fellowship mm. is dangerous and cruel. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think <laughs> friendship, support. I mean, duh. It's These literally what we. Integral. It's basically what we live for. Yeah. And it's like if you're ta- stripping that away from her. Like, regardless <sighs> if you're an addict or alcoholic or not, people yes, need completely. Compan- I mean. And it's like, and and thank God she has her boyfriend. At least there's that. Yeah, and for a moment we were all kind of like nervous, like, oh, is he in mm. on the conservatorship? But then he came out and was like, free Britney. I was like, okay, thank God. Yeah. Not only free Britney, but like, fuck, fuck Jamie. Jamie Spears. Yeah, good. Yeah, and so um, we also did watch the video last night, the music video that they met on, where he's the love mm-hmm. interest, slumber party, um, slumber party. Yeah, um, I didn't even know they met on the music video. Yeah. Just cute. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so obviously Britney I think has been through yeah. more than I think most celebrities can say they've been through. Obviously, you know, if you look at, after watching the Hulu documentary, if you haven't already, I think you will immediately start making some comparisons with how other female pop stars or just celebrities in general are treated by the media. And today, obviously like it's a little bit less, you know, blatant, blatantly misogynistic. Mm-hmm. It's almost more subtly misogynistic because of how culture is now. It's not that, you know, it's not that the media has gotten, I mean, sure, the media has gotten maybe a little better, but I just think they could get away with more back then. Mm-hmm. But I think you'll immediately see how it, it, it wasn't just Britney. It's not just Britney. It's still happening. Um, I mean, Taylor Swift has been treated very similarly, obviously not remotely at the level of mm-hmm. Britney, but... Um, I mean, those paparazzi videos are so terrifying. The paparazzi videos are terrifying. Also, you know, the the whole thing where um, she was running, she had her, her, I think it was her firstborn, she had her baby, and they, you know, the paparazzi were chasing her, so she's trying to get away from them, so she had her baby in her mm-hmm. arm and drove away, yeah. and then suddenly she was framed as she's a, bad, a mom. bad mom. It's like, hello, she knew what she was fucking doing, child. she was getting her baby away from paparazzi that could literally run her and her child over, just to get, mm-hmm. like, a shot. It's like... And then the media turns it and they're like, oh, Britney's a bad mom. Of 
course. I'll I'll read one more quote, and we're already yeah. at thirty eight minutes. Okay, so we that's should... fine. I mean, yeah, we'll cut a little bit of this, but we should yeah. maybe end the the talk, and we'll do the album ranking next. Yeah, I would also like to be able to share my story with the world and oh, what they did to me yeah. instead of it being a hush hush secret to benefit all of them. Again, benefit all of them. Um, I want to be able to be heard on what they did to me by making me keep this in for so long. It's not good for my heart. I've been so angry. I cry every day. It concerns me. I'm told I'm not allowed to expose the people who did this to me. And yeah, I really hope that, you know, karma's bitch. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine, like if this. And I also, at the end of it, I don't know how much it really means, but at the end of the statement the judge said you know like thank you for your bravery and i hear everything you're saying and i re- you know again i really hope that this changes i mean it's fucking better if it doesn't then like because what she said was like uh, to get at the pr- in this pro- long fucking process of getting out of, cons- of a conservatorship you have to go th- through these reviews and and she's like, not only do I want to get out of this, I don't want to be reviewed again because they always will find a way. And it's my family to say that I'm unfit or unwell yeah. to. So far. Yeah. All right. Let's let's move. Let's just celebrate her now because yeah. she's really given us so much. Yeah, I think it's um, obviously it's important to talk about that because you need that context. Like, mm-hmm. um, but you also need the context of what she has done for culture yeah she's one of the best entertainers of you know our generation Mm -hmm. hands down um no like one of the best dancer you know no pop star could ever like i don't think they ever will and it's not and it's not only dancing abilities there's a special kind of charisma oh my god and yes like just star power we don't have we don't have stars pop stars no we just have like I mean, we have t- we have talented people, quote unquote you know, pop stars, but it's like it's not her it's, kind. It's she is she's one, one and she's one of a kind, one and only. Um, I think it's honestly insulting if when people try to compare current our current pop stars to her because I don't think there ever will be. And no. I think it's they don't no one we don't need to compare. We, why no. do we need to keep comparing these yeah, women? Yeah, definitely part of the problem. Yeah, yeah like uh, we don't our, we don't need a oh our generation's like blah blah blah. blah. It's like, why can't she just be Ariana? Why can't she just be Billy? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, they're their own people. They're doing something different on their own. Yeah. So why are we... Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Um, should we get into let's our... Let's get into the albums. Albums, yes. I, I'll, I'll start off by saying the first, like, three-ish albums I'm a little bit less connected to emotionally just because... I'm, one, I, I was a toddler, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wasn't... I, I started young, and I have a little anecdote about it, and I'll get there... But I, you know, the first three albums are clearly iconic. They were, yeah. I think, really her her prime as a as a performer. We were just watching before we started this. Oh my god! A video of her performing "Stronger," and it's again it's insane. Just look it up. It's like uh, it's, if you need any proof. It's also, like, the um, "Slave for You" video. She is eight, eighteen years old, right? I believe in that video, so. she's eighteen years old in the "Slave for You" video. And I was watching and I was like, oh my God, she's so secure in her sexiness and her femininity and her sexuality. I'm not even that secure in my, any of those mm-hmm. things right now, you know? And it's like, I think that is like, she is special. She is like 
unapologetically herself and she has been her entire life and yeah. that's what's hurt her which is so sad yeah um and i think it's also you know i don't think i think it's hard for a woman to feel that comfortable in our sexuality mm-hmm. nowadays just given like how much trauma we experienced from an early young age yeah. and not that britney didn't obviously mm-hmm. but she's special she was a she just was able to overcome it in ways yeah. that most women aren't so you know we begin with baby one more time of course an intro, those, like, it's over. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, um, literally. We know that this album is, is one of the highest-selling albums of all time. Um, an iconic video, of course. Yeah. Um, I, I think Baby One More Time, the song, remains one of her best. Oh, my God. A um, great, great song. Kind of began, along with, her along with a lot of the boy bands, like, sort of the beginning of, Max Martin, the producer, being sort of the king of hits, the king of he is of definitely hits the king and, of and hits. crafting, um, yeah, a sound to define a generation. Totally, um, it, it's it definitely has some. I don't want to say f- maybe not filler, but just songs that don't yeah. live up to the same experience of Baby One More Time or You Drive Me Crazy. What is that song that's like soda? Soda like, pop? Soda okay. pop or like bubble. It's like bubble gum or yeah, um, soda pop. I think it's soda pop. There are a lot of ballads that are... Yeah, mm, a little sleepy. Email my heart. Email my heart. Know My Heart, like, just as a song title, is so iconic. It is iconic and of an era. Of an era. <laughs> Email My Heart. Wow. Um, there wow. are some... I mean, even the ones that are silly. Yeah. I can get my life, too. Thinking About You is Yeah, one. totally, totally. Um, so, Oops, I Did It Again. Oops, I Did It Again. I mean, I, I, how do you, like, follow Baby One More Time, Oops, I Did It Again. Yeah, she did you it perfectly. I mean? I think this album has a little bit, you know, more hits. A little I, bit more say. maturity. Um, Especially I, with Stronger yeah. and Lucky in my opinion. Yeah, Stronger and Lucky are great. I also like Don't Go Knocking on My Door. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, this one, especially at the end, does like sleep similarly to Baby One More Time. But, you know, you can tell she's getting, you know, each album she really yeah. does get, you know, stronger and... Literally, no pun intended. <laughs> no um, yeah, I I think also um, uh, sonically they are again of an era. Totally, it's, it's when I listen to these, it's it, it transports doesn't remain you back as like, timeless as no, again, no, no, no. we'll get there. But yeah, um, it this like this would not the sound would not come out today. Do you know? No, what I mean? like not only yeah. yeah, not only would it not be popular, but it wouldn't even come out. I like, mean, <laughs> I do think like you have artists like Rina Sawayama who yes. take this style and, and bring it into today's mm-hmm. sound, one hundred percent, which is brill. We love, we love um, Rina. We love Rina again. Britney just album another yes. sort of evolution of this same sound. Um, Slave for You is on this of album, course. which is obviously everyone knows that song. It's iconic. Um, Boys is great. Yes. Um, personally, I go for Oops more than Britney, even though Britney does have Slave for You. Um, gotcha. I just think there's a little bit more consistency. Although mm. I don't know, maybe I need to re-listen to Britney to be honest. Yeah, um, I, I honestly do too. I I never really 
revisit well, this Well, because remember that the, much, last summer I was, I went, I started from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going through my Britney discography and I started from the beginning. So I, I did listen to, you know, Oops and Britney in full, but mm-hmm. I just, I do recall, um, you know, liking Oops, I did it again a yeah. bit more than Britney, even though Britney does have a little bit more of the iconic, um, songs such as yeah. for you and i do know that people who grew up with this album cite britney as one of their favorites like yeah. top three and that's the thing so like, i i was one <laughs> yeah i literally what year is this 2001 yeah, yeah. i was literally two years old mm-hmm. so and even that like i didn't get into britney until very very well i've always been like like you know, britney like you can't not love britney but i didn't get into her like actual discography until like a year ago so yeah um, so yeah, obviously I'm not going to have that same connection that, you know, mm-hmm. some millennials might have, which mm-hmm. is so val- valid. Sure. Then comes the game changer. This is when Brittany, this is when, when what Azealia Banks was talking about yeah. is, because, starts becoming obvious because. The quality of her discography really. Really shoots to show up here. here. Um, people call it the trifecta in the zone, blackout and circus. Mm. Um, Henry and I have been discussing though that like femme fatale and that like, third spot. Well, it, it changes day to day for me. It and really, we'll get yeah. There. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. But don't need to get ahead of myself. I so I mean there was there was a bit of a period. So baby, one more time. Oops, and Britney were like bam, bam, bam. Released very soon after one yes, another because it was, was like her go moment. It was her fucking yeah. I wouldn't call it her peak, but I would definitely call no. it the um her you know. The uphill, yeah, moment for her. She was just being again pushed really hard, yeah. and it, and of course there comes a breaking point, and this, this is where the media really starts to hone in on like yeah. her sexuality is damaging to the culture and right and to young the, women the, children. And the children. What about the children? Oh my god! So, so there was a break before in the zone came out, and then. We're hit with, I wanted, I think the first single was Me Against the Music. Which is such an amazing song. To come, to come back with Madonna, who is, is also very pre-Britney in the sense that. Yes. When you think about entertainers, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who, there's Madonna walked so Britney could run. Yeah. Well, I mean, to us. Uh, she, to no, us. We're, to we're us. Biased, we're, we're, biased. we're biased just because we're young. Like, I feel <laughs> like if, like, uh, if we were in the room with, like, a 40-year-old, they'd be like, no, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> Which is valid. Totally up. valid. <laughs> yeah, like, literally, we need to shut up. But, um... Honestly, I don't know. I personally think that Britney outperforms Madonna in this song. Well, sure. I mean, but she Madonna's also Madonna <laughs> is Madonna is the feature. It's a Britney song, you know. Yeah. So like, but I mean, Madonna's still great on the song, and I think it's and iconic. What a music video! What a music video! And, and their chemistry is insane. Oh my god, their chemistry is great. Just women supporting women. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, great music video. Both of them like killing it with the choreo and just the like oozing sexiness Mm -hmm. like i i personally could never like you know it's inspiring honestly it it is really inspiring but this album really oh my god is an album of experimentation i love this album so much so my personal favorite is breathe on me Speaking of sexual songs. I love Breathe On Me. Also, 
Britney was so ahead of her time. Britney, Britney cemented the dream pop like type vibe that, you know, Taylor and even like indie singers go for now, especially like Gen Z, you know, bedroom pop, like could not exist without songs like Breathe On Me, Unusually mm-hmm. You, things like that. Oh my God. Um, um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the experimentation and this kind of goes into the conversation of like, appropriation or like yes. borrowing from I did say styles we, we, especially we want to talk about this because yeah. in the zone it's pretty obvious there's some soundscapes that are obviously you know not white soundscape or I mean to be honest pop music isn't a white no. soundscape um rock and roll was not a white soundscape um most mu- most popular music has come from black people mm-hmm. um they you know it's it's if you don't know that look into it you should if you think rock and roll roll was created by white men you're um you're out of the loop mm-hmm. um but, but this album is especially tapping into like middle eastern or like east asian totally influences. and my first listen mm-hmm. i was a little you know i kept reminding myself okay it's 2003 you have to keep that mm-hmm. in mind but you know with but then you think it's britney like it's i feel like it is more of um admiration and wanting to showcase it but of course it's you're gonna get a tinge of cultural appropriation just by nature of it being on this like white girls album but of course you know art is borrowing and art is stealing all art is all art is stealing especially i mean this is 2003 especially in 2003 but especially now like Mm -hmm. are you kidding like like when I was in art school like one of my teachers used to say to us all the time like you can't really create anything Mm -hmm actually new anymore totally and the and the way she's using these influences are really it's in the sampling of like the 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 string um sample that's played backwards and toxic or like i don't know uh, touch of my hand yeah yeah, yeah. um but it's an incredible album very fair if uh, a lot of people it's this is their favorite britney album yeah it's um it's I I love I also I love um I love Showdown I love every time outrageous. is an iconic ballad every, every time is an iconic ballad we actually watched last night the scene from Spring Breakers yeah with uh James Franco and yeah that's a great scene mm-hmm. um shout out to A twenty four but yeah should okay. we I mean so conclusions in the zone incredible album beginning of the trifecta ahead of its time period okay. then we get into <laughs> The lack of... The behemoth, the... Now, there's a term in Gen Z culture nowadays, no skips, right? Mm-hmm. No skips. This album has no skips. Blackout? Invented no act- skips. Invented no skips, okay? Blackout legitimately has no skips, and I am not fucking lying. Blackout um, is a... <laughs> I don't, like, I'm just, like, overwhelmed with yeah. feelings about Blackout. So blackout for me on my on my Substack. Yeah, if you want to follow me on your Substack, <laughs> I I was lacking the ability to write something new because of how busy I was. So I I my mom actually reminded me that during the college essay process, I wrote my Princeton essay on blackout. By oh my Brittany god! Spears. Right, I remember this. Yeah, I got waitlisted. Got waitlisted. So um, thank you, Brittany. <laughs> Yeah, but like, whatever. I'm very happy I'm not in Princeton, New Jersey. No, I don't think that was, yeah. Um, But yeah, I think it was kind of a no-brainer for me to write about that album because, like I said in the beginning of 
this pod app, um, she really helped me a lot. And I, I write about this experience of my parents hired this babysitter and she was definitely kind of new to the job, didn't really understand sort of like the, the typical, um, rules or like behavior and relationship that a babysitter should have with the kids. <laughs> but I love that for you. <laughs> but she put on the piece of me music video for um, me and my life was changed. Changed forever. I mean, I saw someone like really, again, daring to be this kind of bold and like, it was shocking for me. I was almost like scared and yeah. like taken aback by someone's ability to like look this raunchy and like, um, and as we know, this this album is the time in her life when she was really struggling. Um, the the trauma of her career was getting to her, and she she put all of that energy, I think, into the studio. Oh um, the main and producer, you can hear it. The main producer of this album is Danja, and yeah, again, like all of her collaborators, he talks about how involved she was in the process. But like, this is an album that is so daringly um dark and like yes spooky is a word that i always think about and i about. think that's why i like it so much because yeah. i especially me i always go i i always prefer a dissonant sound um especially in pop music over like you know cheery i'm um, not that there can't be good like cheery pop yeah. music um but i find myself being drawn to the darker bits of it more and i think Blackout does it in a way where it's, like, dark, but it also just makes you want to fucking, like, pop your fucking booty. It's, yeah. it's crazy. No, it's it's a sound that is really... It it, it still sounds fresh. It, it, you know what and, I mean? Yeah, and it carries into today. Like, for example, Slater's album that we talked mm-hmm. about last app, like, is very similar to this, where she, most of what she's talking about is pretty depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you still want to get up and dance to it. And, yeah. like, Blackout... You can hear Does the, it in can, like times a hundred. Yeah. Like, and you can kind of hear it's a dark album because, of course, mostly it is about sex and fame. And the last song, especially yeah. um, "Why Should I Be Sad," is about the divorce. But like, there is a, a sadness to totally. this dance music. And I, I know in the last ep we talked a lot about post Lana yeah. and her impact on pop music. But I think this is another um, dark album that whose impact is heard in pop music and the shift from really like cheery bombastic yeah pop can only be you know for the like quote unquote the general masses only want to hear something that is going to make them feel better it's like Mm -hmm. no actually the general public loves relatable shit hello driver's license like (laughs) that shit like beat so many records and it was literally like the most depressing ballad like you know so it's like this idea that, you know, mm-hmm. the general public only wants, you know, something. Honestly, I think that a lot of the media underestimates the intellect of the general public. Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of people are stupid. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, they, you know, in the past have, you know, pre-Britney, I guess, mm-hmm. assumed that for something to be popular, it has to be, quote unquote, you know, fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can be fun and still be dark. And Britney really showed us this in Blackout. It's, and again, the, the timelessness of the sound, it's like a song like Heaven on Earth. Which I know, uh, I know is a deep cut, but it's actually, I, I think it's my favorite, it's my favorite Britney song ever. Na, 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 na. 
it's, <laughs> it sounds 80s, but it also yes. sounds like it's existing in this like space in, in the future. future. Yes, yes, yes. Um, break the ice. Oh my god. I need to pull up the track list, actually. Yeah, please do. I mean... <sighs> I mean, okay. Listen to this. I'm just going to say the track list in order. Sure. And like, give me more. Oh my god. Peace of me. Oh my god. Radar. Oh my god. Break the ice. Oh my god. Heaven on Earth. Oh my god. Get naked. Oh my- like... Freak show, toy soldier. Freak show. There's, <laughs> I'm yelling at No, 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 I know. I, I mean, there's all these anecdotes about its legacy where something like freak show and that wobbly bass was like yeah. one, maybe one of the first instances of pop popular music bringing in like the underground beginnings of dubstep. Mm, totally. And like get naked. I mean, I don't think anything still like exists as such a grimy dark um, oh my god yeah sexy scary maybe like up and like not until sophie did we really yeah have R. music R. this dare like daring and totally um i something about the the very first five seconds of toy soldier production smashing radio bet I pend it. Britney, like something about it just gets me fucking going i yeah. Whatever speed I'm walking, I walk two times as fast. Yeah. Like that production-wise, that the the intro of Toy Soldier gets me every single time. But then even Hot as Ice, ooh, like there are literally mm-hmm. no and skips. Like when we're t- this is kind of a funny anecdote, but like um, we were talking about the height of commercial dance. You remember yes. Bobby Newberry, oh. the choreographer? Oh my god, I remember the first dance convention I went to. I w- went to yeah. Bobby Newberry's jazz funk class, and diva. I, oh my god, <laughs> the biggest diva However, in the world. I was flailing up. like literally a no, fish I mean, out of water. Doesn't know how to teach a single. Not a good class. teacher. Not at all a good teacher. However, great choreographer. You though. need to look up. He did a combo to Toy Soldier that is like... Oh, yes. I've seen that. I've seen that. Insane. Oh, Toy I can't. Soldier. This album means so much to me. Uh, On a given day, it's my favorite album of all time. If not, still in the top, like, t- five. Yeah. Um, there is... I think there is... People are coming... Finally coming around to it. It was put in... It was um, number 441 out of the best 500 albums of all time. By I think it should Stone, be should higher be up in the 100. top 50. But yeah, <laughs> ridiculous, honestly. Still misogynist. Um, <laughs> their little their little blurb on it is the pop queen vents all her raging party party girl hostility and blackout the weirdest wildest music of her life. Blackout mm-hmm. is an avant disco concept album about fame, scandal, divorce, and dancing on tables in a cloud of glitter and Cheeto dust. Like I miss yes. American Dream since I was seventeen. Britney sneers and piece of me. Again, I'm, she's so, it's that song is so intelligent because it is throwing back. She's so aware, so, so aware. aware. Um, with her voice warped into an electric, an electro punk snarl snarl when she asks, "You want a piece of me?" She's either pimping herself out or threatening to kick your ass. Yeah, it's Britney, bitch. Um, I'm gonna need like Pitchfork to do a Sunday review on it. Oh God, yes, I need please. a perfect ten. I need. It's really, it's really a fucking special album. It's a, and it's one of the best albums of all time, and you really can't argue against that. <laughs> gave me a lot. So then we move on to circus. Pretty soon after Circus came out, yeah. because they they want the that was when the head shave situation refresh. came. Because yeah. I rem- I actually do remember thinking, oh, that must be a wig. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Well, she goes, yeah, she immediately goes back to blonde. Yeah. Obviously, um, you know, to have that girl, good girl. Yeah. Attempt that good girl aesthetic. Um, but it's it's still a banger. It's still Womanizer, Circus, a great, we also watched that video last night. So circus great. Circus is um, great. Kill the Lights Kill the Lights. Is also produced by Danger. Okay, yeah. I lo- Kill the Lights is another iconic pop song. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my... If You See Gammy, again, iconic. Smart. So smart. smart. Her intellect is insane. We have we to talk have about Unusual, unusual You. you. Because, I mean, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but, like, this song was so ahead of its time. Like, when the chorus doesn't, you know, boom like a lot of most pop music does, you're like, oh, something different is happening here for 2008. It's so vulnerable, the production. um, It's so, um, it's uh, very, I don't know if subtle is the right word. It's um, tactile. It's very mm -hmm. tactile production. Um. I don't even know if that's the right word, but I think you know what I mean, listeners. Um, it's um, if you haven't listened to this song, you really should. Even if you're not gonna listen to the entire album, listen to this song at least because it's gonna. I think it'll change your perception of Britney if you think that she's really just a like. It's like low key, like an alternative. It's high key. It's like alternative pop. It's fully you know what I mean? no, but this is what I'm saying. Like this alternative pop that, like honestly, most of our pop music yeah. nowadays is. Um, it's produced by Bloodshy and either Avant, Avant, and they've produced some of her best work. They did, um, so they did Unusual You and Phonography off of Circus. Oh, yeah, okay, so but Phonography. They did Piece of Me, Radar, Freak Show, and Toy Soldier. Oh my god. And then they do How I Roll on Femme Fatale, yes. which is also like insane production ahead of its time, so, almost hyper pop. Like, no, yeah. Um, Pre-Yeezus. Yeezus. Which I, you know, I've been saying that like, oh, Yeezus preceded Hyperpop, but like, Britney preceded Yeezus, okay? Okay. Okay. Um, I'm, there's a lot of straight men cringing in their seats right now. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, after Circus, we get Femme Fatale. Yeah. Which, another favorite, this is another one where I have such clear memories of like, making like iMovie music videos in my parents' bathroom to <laughs> Big Fat Bass. <gasps> and then like dancing on the beach. I would literally pay you to see those videos. Uh, I, I wish I could find broken, You I know what I you. did find? I did find in my um, Snapchat memories me reacting to Glory when it came out. <gasps> I'll, I'll, maybe I'll put it on our new Instagram page. Yeah, we are gonna ma- we are going to make an Instagram for this podcast yeah. like coming soon. Um, but I remember I specific- a lot of the songs off Femme Fatale, I, you know had very like weird nostalgic memories with when I went to re-listen to this like yesterday or the day before because um this is when I started you know training very intensely in dance and I had this lyrical teacher Kobe Rosenfeld (laughs) great um really iconic lyrical choreographer um he was one of my teachers um at my studio and I took a salsa once or twice a week I think and he loved Britney and our warm-up combo was to either till the world ends or hold it against me or I think it was both mm-hmm. you know lot you know 
side stretches. Yeah. I'm sure, I think in one of our ab workouts was probably to either of yeah. those. And so like, I wide just like- Wide second bend. Wide second bend, uh, bend to the right, yep. around flat back, arch, arch back, back, back to flat back. <laughs> Flat back, other side. The non-dancers are like, what are you talking no, about? No, and you guys are like, literally, what the fuck are you saying? But if you're a dancer, you're cackling right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I had a lot of like commercial dance nostalgia with, mm-hmm. or just like being 12 and like having just learned how to dance and, or, you know, being at the beginning of my training and just, mm-hmm. you know, this was, it's interesting because I didn't honestly get into pop music till college, not going to lie. I was very late into my indie girl energy and I did start listening to hip hop like end of high school and I think that's kind of what helped me get into pop um, mm-hmm. once I got into college. But even though I didn't listen to pop, I was always around it because I was yeah. a dancer. Right. So I was, I think I have always had that, you know, level of respect for pop music because I was constantly um, having to dissect the musicality of these songs. Yeah. Um, but I specifically remember like Till the World Ends, Hunt Against Me, also just like at dance conventions. Yeah, you know? um, of course. But yeah, this album is super great. It's aesthetically like it's not necessarily like something I think I mm-hmm. like go to that much, just mm-hmm. like me as a person. But it's, I mean, you were saying like pinnacle of like good early 2010s pop. Like, it, yeah, it really is the height of like when pop was at its most danceable. Yeah, and, <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, and also, I mean, it's we have to kind of have sort of a the conversation of this. This was the Doctor Luke centric album. Who Doctor Luke, as we know, you know, incredibly abusive person. Yeah, he's Pesha's abuser. Right, he um, produces for Kim Petras and Doja. Right. Yeah. Yeah, which is sad. It's hard because it's hard because this and and this album proves he was really like the best of Max Martin's students and was able to. I mean, I look at a song like Inside Out. So- you give me something to remember baby shut your mouth and turn me inside out even though we couldn't last forever baby you know what i want right now which is really a ballad but was is doing something different with totally. bringing the the energy of you look at Inside Out versus Email My Heart. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. Inside like, Out is a okay, ballad. Okay, there's been is, a development there's here. Much, there's energy to it. Yeah, a lot of it is um, is culture and just time music getting more complex. Like, look at our pop music now. It's really hyper pop. Like, mm-hmm. hello. I mean, not all of it, obviously, but like, and like Billie Which Eilish all... is our is our generation's like biggest superstar, and she's making like very you know experimental pop music. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then we get into um, Britney Jean. <laughs> Okay, so Britney Jean, I listened to Britney Jean yesterday, and I texted Henry once I finished it, and I said, that might have been one of the worst albums I've yeah. ever heard in my life. It's really hard and to get And you can tell, through. it's, and I think the reason that it's one of the worst albums I've ever heard is because Britney's barely involved in it. And it's pretty, She's incredibly uh, it's obvious, like, Britney doesn't make bad music, so that obviously wasn't Britney, you know? You look at a song like Chillin' With You with Jamie oh, Lynn, who now I know is, is part of this evil conservative Yeah, I'm sorry, but that probably business. is one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my it life. It is the most, like, stale. I'm like, are you sisters? Have you ever met each other? Literally, like, um, literally, have you ever met each other? It is so awkward. Incredible. And, ooh, I'm, I, I, I cringe crazy. thinking the about it. The only good song on Britney Jean is Work Bitch. Work and Work Bitch, it's iconic, and it's like... You know, it's gay, <laughs> gay icon type yeah. song, but um, that's the only good song on the album. It's not even that good of a I song. I don't like, like. I, 
the rest is just some of the worst of dance music. And again, <laughs> the uh, it was like I remember in the promotion, it was like it's called Britney Jean because they're like this is her most personal album, and it's like LMAO. This is that's funny. It's so guys. obviously you're really bad at doing this. It's just money grabbing, <laughs> more money grabbing from her fucking shitty family. Okay, so then we get to Glory, and and a few years later. Um, and immediately there's a shift. It's like, I remember when Make oh Me God. came out, I was so excited because not only did it, Make me again, f- feel like it was tapping into these more like underground um, iterations and like versions of pop music. I mean, yeah. it's produced by Burns, who was like primarily like a SoundCloud producer with your like um, Cashmere Cats, who also produced yes. um, Just Love Me. Yeah, Cashmere um, Cat is Kind of in great. like the Shlomo era. Shlomo, yes, music, yes, yes. You know what I mean? So Jason. I was like, wow, Britney is looking at these producers. Like, that is cool and different. And, yeah. And not that many other people are doing it. So it was kind of revealed that she was she was working on many songs, then was unhappy with the, the process. So Karen... Um, Quack, I hope I'm pronouncing that Quack. correctly. Quack <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, was brought into the record as executive producer following the release of Pretty Girls, which is one of the worst songs ever with Iggy Azalea. Um, oh and helped Spears, I'm reading the Wikipedia page right now, the most fun people to write with. Um, Karen wanted to recall the sounds of uh, Spears' album Blackout and In the Zone for yes. Glory and shows yeah, producers based and on And you this. can hear it. You can hear it. Yeah. Britney pursued the song she wanted to do for herself. She came up with the concepts and melodies. It's her baby. And kind of just like how I was saying Femme Fatale is the best of 2011 pop. I think 2016, again, really like she's, she's trying things that were of this era. Yeah, totally. Um, she's never... Um, She's either pushing boundaries or, you know, playing around with the culture of the time. Like, she's never... And bring it into the mainstream. Yeah, like, she's never... She's always... She's very smart. She's very aware and she, you know... She could just, like, keep doing, like, shit she was doing before because she's fucking Britney. But yeah. she doesn't because she she pushes herself and mm-hmm. she wants to push her art because that's, like, literally, like, what she lives for. Like, it's yeah. her passion. Like the song "Better" is produced by Blood Pop, who's now, again, super super big. And he was he wasn't that big at the time. Blood Pop produced Chromatica. Okay, okay. And um, does a lot of that I stuff. Love Chromatica. Um, Maybe I'll listen. To even that. like the the songwriting team, people like Julia Michaels and Justin Tranter. Now they're mega songwriters in the industry. And yeah. again, she was bringing in. These she has new an people. eye for talent. She has an eye for talent. And it, it kind of makes me this the, the state of this conservatorship is so frustrating because I remember kind of soon after Glory the one like the, these people on her team and the, the production of this album were like she's already making new music we're still working together um, but you know for the sake of her sanity which is smart she she said she's not it's complicated she said she's not gonna work or release any more music until she's out of this yeah so, which is so they're not valid. making her family's not making money off of her i mean they are by pulling stunts like releasing like more scrapped tracks from the glory session yeah, 2020 which is just so um it's yeah. so desperate it's so embarrassing it's like i'm sorry her family should 
be embarrassed the rest of their lives. I mean, honestly, her dad should go to fucking jail. I know he won't. Yeah. He should. She she said in the testimony, didn't say this before, yeah, no, but yeah. she... Yeah, she said, I hope my whole family goes to jail. I, would, I wish I could sue all of them. Yeah, sue of them. Yeah. Um... I mean, yeah. when you make statements like it was like um, sex trafficking, it's like yeah, it's come like, on. If you, yeah, like that says it all. <laughs> like I have nothing to say to that because it says it all. Um, so I think yeah, we've reached a point where we really. She wants to perform. She wants to be involved in her art. It's she her, wants to keep making it's her livelihood, but she's literally gotten to the point where she knows that she. Like she needs, she's standing her ground. She's a, she, you know, before, she, you know, for Femme Fatale and Glory, it was Brittany, Brittany Jane, I'm not even including, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know, she's like, okay, at least I can still do what I love. Yeah. But it got to the point where she couldn't even do that anymore. Yeah. And that's really, really upsetting. Just it's, the, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> we really hope that there's a positive outcome for this that she is able to do what she wants if, and if that's taking a break then that's taking a break yeah. but also i have this ur- i have this feeling that she wants to return to her art in a way that's beneficial for her and of, of course like i said I, I don't know how one comes back from this mentally but i hope that her recovery is whatever it looks like it is of her doing and choice yeah and gets to yeah. And I hope she surrounds herself with the people that actually care about her um, and not... Yeah. Because I think so, she's given us so much. And oh my so, God, she's given us... So, so like, many people do love her, but I think she doesn't even know that because she, she's, she's been, been so shut sequestered. Off. Yeah, like she doesn't even realize... Like kind of Azealia Banks quote, like she doesn't realize what she's given. Yeah. Not only music, but culture and mm-hmm. women. Like she doesn't... Under, like seeing... Like when I was watching... The Slay For You music video and thinking that she was 18 when she was looking like that and mm-hmm. dancing like that and being confident like that. I made me wish I saw that video when mm-hmm. I was 14 or 15 because I, you know, it's hard to go out and be sexy nowadays mm-hmm. because what happens is then you get gross shit happen with mm-hmm. men. And it's like seeing a woman do that and just simply not even caring what the quote unquote consequences are and just being unapologetically her sexy self mm-hmm. is super inspiring. And I honestly wish I was more into Brittany in middle school because I think it would have made, mm-hmm. helped my confidence so much more in high school and even in college. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so we've come to the end of like going through the album. Should we give our little our orders? Henry Let's and I, it's subtly orders. different. It's subtly different. Yeah. Um. We also, you know, Henry and I have different. Henry has a much, you know, much larger and more, you know, intense history with Britney's mm-hmm. discography. I really. I've kept it together. I'm so proud of myself. What? <laughs> My oh emotions. yeah, you haven't cried. Well, you've um, teared up a little. I teared up a little, <laughs> but I, I mean, honestly, you should have seen me after reading that testimony. I have a picture. <laughs> no, I uh, didn't. You post it on your Finsta. I of you crying. Don't I think, think I whatever. Or your close friends or something. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Um, yeah. But do we want to go from more, like nine to one? Yeah, let's go to nine. Let's go to nine. Okay, so both one. of our nine is Britney Jean. I mean, yeah. it's pretty obvious. Here, you you go you go first. Okay, so nine. yeah, so number nine is Britney Jean. Obviously, we talked about. Mm-hmm. I literally said it's one of the worst songs yeah. I've ever heard. So yeah. obviously, that's gonna be like yeah. my least one. My number eight is Baby One More Time. Obviously, there's some great tracks on that, but it was she was you know first album. She was sixteen. 
it's from what 1999 like mm-hmm. it's just aesthetically in my like gen z brain it's not all gonna it's not all gonna hit for me it's mm-hmm. it's you know it's that album isn't timeless mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. um number seven is britney for me just because like i said like um i don't know oops kind of certain songs hit for me more on oops than britney does but honestly i after this convo like i'm thinking maybe i'll give britney another listen i think yeah. that maybe i'm like sleeping on it a little bit to be honest mm-hmm. but for now Britney's my number seven. Number six is Oops, I Did It Again. Um, you know, her prime, some iconic songs off of that album. Um, number five is Glory, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, a little controversial for Henry. <laughs> um, I think Glory is a great album. We were just listening to it before we were recording this podcast. Yeah. And I acknowledge that, like, it's great. Uh, incredible pop music. But again, it... It isn't necessarily the type of pop music that I always go for to listen to myself unless I'm, like, going to a party or, like, at a party. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so it's, like, um, I think it's a great album, but, Mm -hmm. you know, at least for me, like, it doesn't hit as hard as my top four do, which is top four, uh, number four is Femme Fatale. Mm -hmm. Um, Just really great. The first half of it, especially, is Mm -hmm. just, like, oh, my God. Mwah. Italian mwah. Um... Number three is Circus. Um, yeah. I just, you know, there are a few sleepers towards the end. <laughs> My baby <laughs> is kind of hilarious, to be yeah. honest. Um, but, like, the first, like, half of that album and then, like, the end, like, um, fucking phonography. I just, like... Brilliant. I, it's brilliant. Um, number two... Now, this was hard for me because I have, like, a soft spot within the zone just aesthetically. Like, oh, my God, that album... That just, used to be your That used to be my favorite. favorite yeah. Um I just like, oh my god, I just love the soundscape mm-hmm. so 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 much. Um I also I didn't mention I love early morning. Like yeah. I love she's playing around with R and B a little bit too, which I like love. Um but yeah, after listening to Blackout in full again, I mm-hmm. had to give my top spot to Blackout. Um I don't think you can argue that this is her best album, one of the best albums ever made. Um, literally no skips, invented no skips. You still feel the effects of it today. Yeah, and, and it's and, still, and it's, it's still timeless. Fresh and it's, it's so still, fresh still, it's so timeless. It's still new. Yeah, so do you want to give your yeah. ranking? Um, number nine, also Britney Jean. Yeah. Um, you know, nothing to add there. <laughs> Eight, Baby One More Time similar story seven i put oops i did it again i think it is very much like a continuation of baby one more time just a bit more yeah interesting mature totally six we have britney um i think also we need to revisit that album yeah for the um the sort of deep cuts but when you have songs like boys and i'm say for you it's it's really hard to that's well that's the thing like i I, yeah and that's valid and i think i wouldn't be surprised if i go back and listen to oops and britney and Britney, I would swap, yeah. like swap them. Um, but you know, just for sake of us having sure. subtly different <laughs> rankings, <laughs> of course. honestly, yeah. And the top five are like just in, like in very important albums to me. Five, yeah. we have, I, it, and it's hard. Like five through three can sort of change around all the time. Yeah, same. Honestly, today I'm putting Circus at five. Um, just maybe a bit inconsistent, as we just said. But no, yeah, it does. Um, it has a couple sleepers, whereas. Um, I don't know. Here's the thing. I think Femme Fatale and Glory have a few sleepers, mm-hmm. but I don't think you think that. I th- I think, yeah. Even the, right? for me, yeah. they do have sleepers, but again, they're so like 
you're biased. Entrenched with nostalgia. Yes. Which is and... so, well, this is how I feel about Taylor a lot. Yeah. A lot of Taylor's music. It's like, I just something about fucking um, cold as you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I remember being like yeah. 11 and watching it rain and listening to cold of as course. you. Like, it's just like. So I feel like you have a similar like, sure. nostalgia with that, with Britney. Sure. So so five so five circus, four glory. Glory was like I see you put glory I, behind. last minute change. Last minute switch up. Um I I mean this was this was like I remember this is when I brought my sister into like the Britney fandom. I saw I her. I wish I had a gay older brother. Like, oh my God. <laughs> like the fact that I didn't get into pop until college is upsetting to me. Like yeah. I could have been like a pop princess in high school. It's okay. You're like living your pop princess. I am living my Girl pop. boss reputation era reputation right now, era, as we said. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this is when I, this is like the era of when I saw her in Vegas. I wrote the, right. the essay. You wrote um so three we have femme fatale again so so many memories of listening to how i roll on the beach and like hold it against me or all of it all of it all of it um number two in the zone as well and number one blackout one of my favorite albums of all time totally um it's just obvious it I mean, it's just, just obvious. Those two are two of her, the two best. Um, but yeah. With that. With that. Um, we that love our, you. We love you, Brittany. Thank you. Free fucking Brittany. Free Brittany. I think we should title this episode, It's Brittany Bitch slash hashtag, hashtag free Brittany. Hashtag free Brittany. Um, should we end with a song? I miss American dreams since I was 17. Don't matter if I step on the scene or sneak away to the film. See, I didn't know that. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Ilya Sam, bye.